What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Burgers and Breakdown. This is DJ Square, and you're on the fly. Uh, we got a few, a lot of things, actually, to talk about. It's been a couple days. Um, man, it's been a weird couple days. The world is up in panic. Uh, everybody is scared shitless. Nobody wants to be touched. Nobody wants to be bothered. Nobody wants to be anything, and I don't blame y'all. I mean, it's, it's not scary. I don't think it's scary at all. I mean... Only 1% of America has caught this thing. And what was in China? Only like not even 1% died. So, I mean, it's just like the flu, but not as bad. It's just this thing has a fancy name to it. It's election year. It's like the H1N1 and Ebola and bird flu and all that bullshit. It always comes around these certain times. So it's just making the elections harder. That's all it's doing. It's making everybody else's lives harder because everybody's up in a roar. Now that doesn't say don't go get a, um, don't go, um, don't go not get a test if you feel sick. Go to the doctors if you feel sick. This isn't something to joke about because it is a virus. Still, it is something that can kill a person. So I mean, you should always practice good sanitation and health. Uh, but it is taking over the world. They have shut down everything from your churches to your schools to even your sporting events. Um, they're now shutting down bars from what I see. Um, in, in Texas, I've noticed a couple of bars have shut down. Uh, they just shut down schools here in South Carolina. And, uh, it's just, it's crazy. I mean, it's wild as fuck. I mean, I'm going to go... I'm going to stay at work. I ain't, I ain't got time for that shit. I don't know about y'all, but I can't fucking just take off. I just, not how my world works. Money, money makes the world go round, and I like going around. Right. And then it's everywhere, too. I mean, it's every news, news table. It's at every fucking Instagram corner of the world. I mean, every comedian is making a joke off of it. Every fucking person that has... That does certain types of like uh, barbers and stuff or like making jokes about it. like everybody that does something is making a joke off of this virus. And I think it's all for good fun. A lot of people are getting butter like, oh, it's killing people. Like, everything kills people. We still make jokes about it. It's the way the human condition is. It's the way we cope with life and how we get through this society that we live in. So, I mean, don't bash people for trying to like cope in their own ways. Now, what I will say is <clears throat> about this with people who are talking is I don't <clears throat> agree with professions making it seem like they're more important now than anybody else. Like, okay, we get it. You're a healthcare professional, but you know, you're a healthcare professional before this too. So don't fucking just say this shit now so you can get recognition. That just means that you're not doing this for the goodness out of your heart or what you love to do. It's showing your true colors. So don't accept recognition. And also, everybody's getting affected by this. It's not just fucking waiter, waiters and waitresses or people that work on tips. It's not just musicians. It's everybody. Everybody's getting affected by this in one way, shape, or form. So don't think it's just your job is the only one. Like a lot of musicians. And I agree. Like, yeah, if you got some, you know, like shit, you, if you want to do it, do it. If you want to help one of your musicians out and buy something or donate something, do it. If that's your prerogative. But from my standpoint, no, I can't. I'm sorry. 
I don't know how long this will last. I don't know if my job will say one day, no, you can't come into work. We're not until further notice. No, I'm sorry. In my head, that is a bad idea. It's selfish maybe to y'all, but it's um, self-preserving to me. So, um, in other news, let's see. I had an uh, interesting day. What was it? Saturday? Sunday, Saturday, I think it was, yeah, Saturday, with uh, Get Real Promotions and Defiance. Uh, Defiance is like a promoter, owns like a, a label or something, I don't fucking know, I, I've heard about this dude a couple years ago, uh, but I don't know, uh, they didn't like what I had to say about Get Real Promotions uh, post that they posted about this whole cancellation of um, of the of their shows due to the coronavirus, and I didn't so much like what he had to say. So he said, "As of right now, no right and soul blind are expected to play. I haven't heard otherwise." The fest in Dallas got canceled, so I'm waiting to hear back. I don't need your opinions or recommendations in the comments. I will have something cooked up and the headliners can make it. Can't make it. Stay tuned. So I replied with on his page and I wrote to him as well. But you need the GoFundMe. Yes, he has a GoFundMe in their headline because they were trying to DIY fund a fucking venue that I guess they don't understand how money works. Because they're like, we don't have the funds, but you got money to go to a show in Kentucky, or a festival in Kentucky, right? And this was around the same time this shit was first starting to pop up. I said, but you need the GoFundMe money, but not the opinions from supporters who help you. Hmm? What I'm referring to is I don't need your opinions or recommendations in the comments. Yes, you do. You're posting on a public site. If you don't want people to comment, take the comments off. This is the internet, buddy. It's not real life. Um... Your opinions and recommendations are what you should be wanting and looking for. I'm sure that's what you wanted and were looking for when you first started Get Real Promotions. And when it was like me, when I have, you only have so many followers and so many constants and uh, consistent people who keep coming back to your page. But now that you've gotten some big, big league people, you're starting to get cocky and arrogant and full of your shit. And that's where my issue is. Now, I wrote to him. He wrote back. I didn't rebuttal because I felt like it, um, he said what he had to say. I said what I had to say, and then I'm going to release what I have to say on here. Um, <clears throat> he wrote back, and he said this. And he didn't cuss me out. We'll give him that. He didn't say anything negative back towards me like Defonce did. All he said was, there's no greed behind it. I just don't need 100 people telling me to book this band when there's a million things around me being canceled. Okay, dude. It's an easy cancelization. Deal with it. You, I mean, this is what you do, right? This is your job. This is what... I don't know. It's not your job, per se, maybe, but there's four, two bookers, so there's two of y'all carrying the load. It's not hard just to get a phone call or a text and just say, hey, man, we canceled. Oh, fuck, that sucks. All right, well, I guess we have to adjust. That's, your, that's what you're doing. I mean, don't do this if you can't handle it. 
I mean, yeah, it fucking sucks. I'm sure, I'm sure like you're getting, I mean, I don't get it. It just seems like texting to me and a little bit of phone calls and okay, okay, yes, no. It's not like you're doing life or death situations or controlling five guys that wants to go into a room and clear it and shoot somebody. Like, it's not that complicated. And then he says, there's so much cancellations going on around, I could hardly focus. Well, maybe you should drink coffee. Uh, and I didn't want people telling me they want it said band or this band when that isn't a really at reality at this moment. You get where I'm coming from. I get where you're coming from, but I don't get I don't respect your decisions. Um, your supporters are supposed to tell you um, what to do, what they want. The people who follow you should have an opinion about what said band they would like to see in their fucking town. I mean, you're booking for the town, not for yourself. So I don't, I don't get that part. Now, I respectfully will say that this, whoever wrote me on Get Real Promotion, was respectful and didn't act like a fucking child when they wrote me. Now, Defonce, on the other hand, I will say is a fucking pluff mud person. He writes, shut the fuck up, you dumbass. Right off the bat, there was, I mean... I called somebody out, yes. What in the fuck does... I mean, I don't get it. He said, you're a bitch that hides behind his phone and computer. Get a life, kid. I mean, this is typical, typical hardcore kid grows up and still writes like this. I mean, what, 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 do you, what, is, what is he doing? I don't understand what he's doing in this. But he just goes on and babbles about how typical I'm just probably 16 years old and... I guess he just hasn't gone on the podcast or looked at pictures um, that I'm tagged in that, of my face. So I, I don't know. He called me a jackass and a loser, and he, um, he, he degraded the fact that I only have 100-and-something followers, which, I mean, I'm appreciative of all 100 of y'all because y'all keep listening, y'all keep tuning in, y'all keep looking at my Instagram. So in some way, shape, or form, you're helping me out. So thank you for that. Um, I guess you need 5,000 followers to be – successful i don't know i thought success was in real life not on instagram <laughs> and then he goes on about how i did this with the ghost inside and i just said no that was a very dis different situation it was way worse too it was kind of like up in the hundreds of thousands um and then i said you know i have a different view i have a different opinion but it's you know i'm not afraid of the internet like i'm not afraid of what you're going to think about me on the internet. That's the beauty about being an adult. Is you don't care anymore. Maybe when I was 18 I would have cared about this. But right, but I'm glad I, I'm glad I have the mental capacity and the fortitude in my nutsack to not give a shit. So good job Defonce. you've made yourself look like a jackass as you've always been Pluff Mud and now that's your new name. For the rest of this time of burgers and breakdowns. Alright, getting off Get Real Promotions. Code Orange um, live streamed their show on their Twitch account. And fucking A, man. That shit was killer. It was so much fun. And they played it to an empty fucking show. Uh, room. At the same place they were going to play in front of all these people. Sold out. Uh, the Sunny from Hate56. He put it together. And fuck, it was so cool. The visuals... The effects, like everything. It felt like you really were at the show and they were playing to a live crowd. And that's when you know, when you can watch a band pull shit off like that, you know they have what it takes to be a band. 
Because it's really hard to practice like you're playing in front of people. Whereas, like, you know, Mike sing-along and stuff like that, and they don't really do a lot of the sing, um, hand the microphone out, but it's really hard to actually put yourself how it would be if people, because it's vibing, that's all it is. You feed off them, they feed off you. But I thought it was really cool to see that Code Orange pulled that off, and it, it turned out amazing. And I bet you, I mean, Youngblood, that fucking weird fucking dude that played with Machine Gun Kelly in his rock song, since Machine Gun Kelly can't rap no more, um, he's doing the same thing now as Code Orange. So I think you're about to see a fuck ton of live streaming shows now like that. All right. And then uh, I'm going to talk a little bit, speaking on with that, where Code Orange played. Um, I see it. This is hardcore. I see it where there's a lot of uh, shin high or like waist high stages. Maybe shin high because waist high is a little high for some people. Uh, running across the stage. It's always been a, a thing to do. It's always been a thing to do, but... Um, now it's starting to get a little selfish, I believe. I think it's starting to take away from the band as a whole. I think it's starting to make it just seem like, oh, look at me, I'm running across the stage, I'm a cool kid now. Um, the reason why I say that is I was watching, once again, Sonny from Hate56, one of his videos, he boasted for Saves the Day. And it's the beginning. You know, kids are going to run across the fucking stage. It's just the beginning of the song. And then the guy tries to step up and start singing to the crowd and let them sing along. Because that's what we did back then. We sang with the fucking band. We didn't just fucking dance. Uh, these people are running across the fucking stage and he came fucking do his job and let people sing along and sing to them. Because these fucking uh, idiotic kids are just running across. Now, I get it. It's a part of hardcore. It's a part of punk. It's just part of that way of shows. But there has to be a moment when you fucking have to take a step back and be like, okay, this isn't about me. This is about the show. So I need to stop interfering with the band and allow them to play. Because you are. The dude's having to go all the way back to the drum set. Now fucking Mike Dirks over here wants to fucking sing along and you're preventing that. Um, I think it's just becoming a cool thing to do now rather than the passion to do it. I mean, we would do head walks, you know, jump into the crowd, do what y'all do. But I think now it's becoming more of a thing to do and the recognition that I'm doing it because it's going to be on a video and that's what I want to be on is one of Sonny's Hate 5-6 videos. Um, so there's just another part of narcissism, narcissistic uh, personalities coming through more in hardcore. And it's also a pretty douchey thing to do. All right, moving on. Where am I? I'm right here. Uh, I wanted to talk about a little bit about the local scene right now. Uh, Lucille. I see a lot of stuff from their Instagram. They're doing a lot of things. Uh, their album that they've recorded is getting done still, and it looks great. Quiet, I haven't heard much from. I posted. Oh, fuck, sorry. They posted a video not too long ago. Of them jamming, which is cool. But the vocalist is in there, so I don't know what was going on with that. 
And then circle back, you know, they stay quiet a lot until they get shit. They probably have stuff cooking up, so that's probably why they're staying quiet. And Fire and Flood, uh, they posted a video for their IGTV with a music video, I'm guessing, for a live video. And it was cool. I really dug the new the new band that they've become. It's really nice. All right. Let's get into a little bit of a... A little bit of a serious talk. The rise and downfall of bands while they are starting out. You see this a lot when bands get together for the, when they start getting big. You see this a lot even before they get big when they're just big in the local scene. And that's when they become scene celebrities because they think their shit don't stink. That goes back to also like promoters, bookers. Like You just got to stay humble no matter what. But things do get, uh, things will make your band fall apart real quick if you're not careful. Uh, one thing, relationships. If you don't have a secure relationship or a secure woman or man back home and you're about to go on the road, man, you, y'all ain't gonna last. And either one, you're gonna end up quitting the band, you're gonna make the band break up, or you're gonna break up with them. Uh, there's no, there's no other options. I think that's what happened with the burial singer. I think he, him and his girl didn't have a, um, a good, good relationship while they were on the road. I don't know which side it was coming from, but I have a feeling it came from her side because he seemed like he loved being on the road and he was a great vocalist. So it sucks that when that shit kind of has to happen. And then he posts that big ass thing and that big ass excuse. But we all know, dude, it was over pussy. And then uh, some people get weird. Like some people, I don't. Know, they go into this little groove of where they think they're enlightened, and then they start dressing like they're from Devo, um, and they start changing. Like they start acting differently. Like within a month, too. Like it's crazy how quickly this shit evolves. Um, their music taste. They want to do like weird shit now because they've heard something from. This dude in California who does LSD all the time and thinks he's the smartest man in the world. And that goes along with people too. Like people will change you. You're, you get signed, your record label is going to tell you something. Your manager is going to tell you something. Your PR people are going to tell you something. You're going to get changed. You don't have the fucking testicular fortitude to stay, stand your ground with these people. They're going to change you. They're going to tell you what to wear, what to dress, what to think, what to feel. And you're not even going to be the same band you were. That's why we have all these puppet bands and fucking bands that just don't matter. Like of Mice and Men. They're fu- That's a puppet band. It's a horrible band. And then your environment. Uh, if you like cocaine before you go on tour, you're going to like it a whole lot more after you go on tour. More. And it's just going to get amplified. Because all these people are going to want to do cocaine with you. They're going to be like, oh shit, I did cocaine or I smoked weed or I got drunk with this band. And then not only that, you're developing a uh, a uh, a name for yourself for being like that. And then eventually, somebody's going to get tired of it. And they're going to be like, oh, I can take advantage of this dude. I can fucking, or this girl can be like, I can take advantage of this dude. You know, people are shysty. People do shit like that all the fucking time. Because they don't care. Because, I mean, it's not their life. They, it's your life. <laughs> oh, yeah.
It is your life. Um, Amir released a new song a couple days ago. Go. Gall. A gall. A go called Gypsy Disco. That shit's fucking heavy. I don't like the lyrics, and I, I've never cared for Frankie's lyrics per se, besides, uh, I think it was Speaker of the Box album. Or Cybertron. The one with Cybertron on it. I like that album. I like the last album. But I've never really particularly cared for Frankie. His lyrics have always been weird to me. But the fucking music, though, the music was great. The music was heavy. Um, it sounds like Josh Travis, which I love because Josh Travis should have been. Uh, you could play anything. If y'all know who Josh Travis is, he was a guitarist in Tony Danza, Tab Dance, Extravaganza, and Cla Glass Cloud. Um, one of my favorite guitarists, one of my favorite jink guitarists. I think this dude can write anything and everything in the fucking world. Uh, he's also a good producer. He produced um, Triumph's Firestarter song, and it came out great. All right, and then uh, moving on to one of the last things. My favorite bands right now. I was thinking about this the other day, and I was about to say favorite bands, and I wrote down Evergreen as my favorite, Casey Jones, The Warriors, White Chapel, and Under Oath. And I got thinking, that was of all time. And I don't really listen to Under Oath as much these days. I don't really listen to White Chapel as much as I used to. But the And even Evergreen, like I've taken a step back from Evergreen for a while. But Casey Jones and The Warriors, well, nope, not really. Casey Jones, I really don't listen to much these days either. But those are my favorite bands of all times. Now, right now, uh, these are going to be my favorite artists. And I say artists because I have a rapper in here. Um, it would be Spanish Love Songs. They just released their new uh, Brave New Faces. And it's an amazing album. If you have not listened to that, it's the perfect album for your late 20s and, and early 30s. Uh, it, it, it takes you on a fucking emotional roller coaster from the start to the end. It's literally a story. So you need to listen to it from start to the end. I love that album. I listen to it every day. It's an amazing album. Drain. Uh, they are a new hardcore band. Uh, they're really fast. Kind of remind me of Swamp Thing. You know, like that fast hardcore, that vocals, same, almost the same vocals. Um, I love shit like this. I, I think this is fun, upbeat. It's good for local or when you go live, like it just sounds fun to go to. Um, and then this guy is going to be a rapper. His name's King Vaughn. Uh, I think this dude is the shit. I think his vote. I think he's a rap. He's a real rapper. He's not a mumble rapper. So if you like mumble rap and that's your thing, like SoundCloud shit, this isn't your thing. Uh, this is real rap, and I love it. And then Wisdom and War. Uh, I was supposed to. I did a fucking try to get a podcast with them the other day, but for some reason the audio wasn't working on my end. <laughs> But I did get an IG video with them, but for some reason, the video didn't say. So for some reason, something wasn't supposed to happen with that. But we're working on something to get it back so we can do a podcast. And then the last one is going to be Bloom. Uh, they just released an album last year, but they've been releasing singles. <sighs> for the past couple of days. So get, go, <coughs> go give them a listen. And lastly, song of the day is um, The Service. That's their new song by Bloom that they just released, I think, on the 6th. So go give that a listen. Uh, this has been Burgers and Breakdowns. Y'all stay healthy. Y'all stay clean. And for just so y'all know, um, we are going to be shutting down soon. 
and revamping, rethinking, remolding uh, uh, burgers and breakdowns. We are also going to be bringing on a new host. Uh, this guy, I'm not going to release his name yet, but he has agreed. He's not even from the hardcore scene, or he's not anywhere near that. Uh, but I think it would be awesome to have him on the show. He will add to another personality and another uh, perspective on everything that we talk about. And there will also be the YouTube channel will be popping up. So y'all be expecting this around uh, April to happen. So y'all just stay tuned. Stay. We won't stay quiet. We'll still be posting stuff, you know, starting controversial shit somewhere. Uh, but anyways, thank y'all for coming. Y'all come back. It's been Burgers and Breakdowns. Thank y'all.